Hi, this is Giancarlo, the host of the Web3 Artist Spotlight. This episode of the podcast was recorded live on Friday, December 9th, 2022 via Twitter space. In this episode, I interviewed Italian artist Alan Klo. Alan is a former fashion industry stylist, photographic art director, and illustrator. Since entering Web3, she's built community, hosted spaces, and created new forms of art. Links to her OpenSea NFT collection, social media profiles, and website are provided in the podcast notes. Enjoy. Alan, thank you so much for being my guest this week. I uh, really appreciate having you on here. You're very welcome, <laughs> Giancarlo. All right. So, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Alan. No, no, I, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. So, uh, so I, I like to kick this off with uh, maybe just take like three to five minutes and uh, briefly tell us about yourself. You know, tell us a little bit about your story, your personal journey, and how did you even come into this whole Web3 space? Yeah, good question. <laughs> so I came um, into the Web3 space um, um, more than a year ago now. I, I used to say a year ago, but now it's, it's way more. In March uh, 2021, obviously because I was following Gary Vee. Um, and when he said that he was creating an NFT project, I just jumped on it and, and yeah, and I fell into the rabbit hole. <laughs> Uh, like a lot of other people, I guess. Um, the reason why I was following Gary B um, was because uh, I, I clearly remember this one night. I was feeling a little bit down because as an artist, you feel up and down all the time. <laughs> and um, I needed some sort of motivation, something. Um, and I was, I remember it, it was winter and Somehow, it was an afternoon, the so I sat down at my desk. <laughs> broke me to I jumped on YouTube and I said, okay, Gary, let me and, find something that, that was inspired. it. And then I started to follow him and uh, to, uh, you know, eat his content, literally. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> for breakfast, for lunch and for dinner. But then um, I stopped uh, for about probably six months. And this was at the end, um, the year of the pandemic, uh, the end of 2020. Uh, and then started, started again in January 2021, thanks God, because otherwise I would have uh, completely missed everything. So, um, yeah, so this is how I got into Web3. And, um, and then when I got into it, I started to research a lot our 50 hours of work that we homework that we had to do uh, following clubhouses and um, starting to network and to meet people. Yeah. And I'm still here. So <laughs> that's awesome. And, that, that's a, and, and that's a big deal because a lot of people have left and it's really those, you know, it's awesome to see that we still have people here in this space despite the bear market and all this other stuff that's going on. So the, the people here are the ones that are going to make it in the end. That's how, that's how I feel about it. But, um, but <laughs> man, I, I love yes. uh, Presumably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Allegedly <laughs> not financial advice, but yes, I, I, that's, that's my, my personal opinions and beliefs. Right. Um, but no, that's so awesome. And I'm also a huge fan of Gary. So um, I, I've also been, you know, consuming, eating his content for, for many years. And I also came into the space the same way. Um, so that's really cool that you, uh, luckily you came back and you started watching it again at the beginning of 21 and, and were able yeah. to jump on at, at that, that time. So that's cool. <laughs> 
Um, so I know you're you're from Italy originally, right? Uh, I was kind of curious I a little bit more. Italy. Also, even I wanted a little. And uh, funny enough, my wife's family is also from Italy as well. Like her her dad mm. is from, uh, uh, or her dad's like ancestry is from Sicily, and her mom's from Naples. But um, I was kind of curious, like what part of Italy did you um, kind of grow up in? And I think then you you went we you ended up in the UK now, right? Uh, I just wanted, was curious about a little bit of like your upbringing and um, and uh, and where you're at now. Yes, so um, I was uh, I was born in Rome, and um, I lived there for about a month, <laughs> and then my parents just uh, went back to their original um, hometown, which was on the east coast of um, of Italy, uh, in central Italy. So about two hours from Rome, on the sea. So I grew up uh, by the sea. Um, the town is very small, but it's pretty. <laughs> uh, but growing up, it was very boring for me personally. Um, you know, like growing up in this very small entourage of people and pretty much, you know, like provincial environment. So uh, pretty much everybody thinking the same way. And <laughs> and I just mm -hmm. always felt a fish out of water. I, I always, I don't know, I always had ideas that were uh, with the weird ones <laughs> and, <laughs> and so uh, always being the black sheep and always not really understanding why people made certain choices and so basically by the age of 14 I was already dreaming to leave <laughs> um, and then I left uh, when I graduated and uh, yeah I, I, came, I came to London because uh, I wanted to uh, further my studies uh, but then when I when I went to London, I started to discover so many new things and uh, like devoir everything new that uh, had nothing to do with what I studied in Italy. Um, and that's when I started my artistic journey, because uh -huh. when I was and, uh, in Italy. Oh, yeah, sorry, a quick question. Italy, what, did, what did you study in Italy? I was curious. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in Italy, I studied political science. Oh, wow. OK. Nothing to do with me. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean. Political science, I chose this because I didn't know what to choose. I was 18, 19, and the only thing I wanted back then was just to leave, was just to mm -hmm. travel, uh, was, was to break free. Because uh, as an Italian family, you know, like we are very traditional and like my mom and dad was pretty much keeping me under a sort of glass bowl. So mm -hmm. I, I really wanted to... to, to you know, make things my own way. And so that was my only desire. Um, with university, I was thinking maybe this is just like the right excuse just to leave home. It, it didn't quite work because there was nothing very interesting for me to study around home. Uh, I picked political science because that's what seemed to be uh, interesting enough. But then by the end of it, I had even more um, even more, uh, uh, you know, like um, desire to 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 just mm -hmm. shoot away, <laughs> sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, so I went to London, and uh, that's when my artistic journey started because um, I started uh, to study acting in London. I was really um, impressed by and, and curious about everything, and um, I got accepted in a, in a in a school in an acting school, and uh, and I did that for six years, 
Um, so yeah, and after six years, um, after you know side jobs and trying auditions and trying to to make it, um, I just gave up because I, I was really tired and I I probably I didn't have the right uh, I don't know the right passion for it I'm not Mm. sure but I I was very tired by the end of it and I wanted to change because I was not getting anywhere um yeah and then I started to get into into drawing and acting well I mean acting I left but like drawing and uh into fashion um because I started an internship in uh in the uh, fashion magazines in London um and that's when I shifted everything completely, um, starting to work in fashion, on fashion shoots um, as a stylist for another seven years. And uh, because I was working with photographers all the time, uh, sketching concepts for photo shoots and stuff, um, I also started to post on Instagram and uh, my illustrations and my uh, drawings. And people started to ask, you know, if they could commission me and advertising agencies. And and that's how I started my journey as an illustrator as well. Wow. What an interesting journey. (laughs) So like wanting to get out of the the small town, went into political science. Then you're like, this is not for me. And then art, acting for many years and then ending up in the fashion industry. Wow, really, really cool. And then um, once you were doing like the illustration, did you feel like it was more in line with like your passions and things that you really like? Did you feel more of a, a drive to do that than the acting? Um, definitely, yes. Um, after my acting years, um, you see, when we start something new that we are curious about, sometimes like we have an idea about it. We, we, we like the idea about it. But when you actually do things then you really realize if um, if you like that or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was in the acting, um, the environment was atrocious. <laughs> was really <laughs> was really bad. I mean, in Italy especially because I also I also tried to 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 um, to make a career in Italy. It was really bad in terms of uh, corruption and, um, I mean, the, the, the regular thing was, like, go, go to bed with the producers and then you can get somewhere, basically. Oh, wow. So when, wow. I, when I realized that this was, this was not feasible for me, I mean, uh, um, with all the respect to people that want to do it, but I, I couldn't. So I, I thought, mm-hmm. okay, I'm already disadvantaged in these terms, right? So what am I dreaming about? There's nothing to dream about. Like, uh, I clearly, I remember, I clearly could see then that I had no hopes because that was it. Like, I could not get to the level I wanted to get because, simple, because I didn't want to sleep with half Rome. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's terrible. I'm so sorry you had to go through that kind of situation. No, it's okay. I mean, it's it's just like it is, right? So yeah. I had to change. I had to pivot, and and that's what I what I did. And then when yeah. I started in in the fashion industry, it was uh, obviously the beginning of something is always very thrilling and wow. Um, but also that environment had its flaws uh, as well. Um, 
for example, you know, um, a lot of prima donnas and, you know, a lot of people that um, you have to be able to deal with. For me, it was just, oh, this is a nice artistic environment. I want to express myself in this artistic environment. Um, but yeah, I, I got to know many other side um, elements that belong to this uh, world um, of the of media and communication. So I think illustration, when where you actually work um, on your own, and and you know, with also social media, it's very useful um, to to use social media. It's it's the best thing probably because. Um, you you have a lot of freedom, but at the same time, you don't have to necessarily um, you you don't have to make choices that you don't want to make. So mm -hmm. you have a certain yeah. kind of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's it's empowering, right? Because then, like, it gives you the ability to to do like you want to do what you want to do, put out what you want to do, and not really have to conform to some boss or something, right, or some institution or organization, right? So so that's cool. Yeah, that, that's really nice. Yeah. Awesome. So, Alan, um, I, I've you know taken a look at a lot of your you know your artwork and stuff like that. I find it to be like you know just that there's this like elegant simplicity and beauty to to what you do. You know, I, I noticed like it's a lot of um, you know like uh, what is it watercolor type style and some, you know beautiful colors to yeah. it. Um, I was kind of intrigued, like you know what um, what has inspired you you know to kind of create the art and and what's kind of like influenced your style, right, and the kind of things that you like to to create. So what influences my style, I discovered along the way, <laughs> because um, there is another big passion I have, which is dancing. Um, and in 2006, I started um, to dance uh, swing, uh, jazz swing, which is um, a type of dance originated from the 20s and 30s. And I'm so much in love about that era um, that I, yeah, pretty much I would say everything that um, comes from that era inspires me very much. And uh, femininity in the 20s was um, very strong. And like women, women, you know, in a certain way, they, they were like fighting for freedom as well. But their way of expressing themselves was... Um, very elegant to my eyes, so I'm very drawn to that kind of um, to that kind of uh, attitude that those mm -hmm. women had, and also the strength, uh, also the you know the, the the sense of fight that they had, even in the mm -hmm. clothes, even in the you know they wanted to be liberated by the Edwardian kind of uh, dress dresses they had, and so they used to 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 wrap their bodies and flap their breasts and to to look like guys almost, and um, smoking cigarettes, cutting their hair, but at the same time retaining that sort of fantastic femininity and fluidity and graciousness that I am so much in love with, uh, and resonates with me so much. So I understood that I really resonated with that when I also discovered my dancing um, because I said, my God, this is where I belong to. <laughs> you found that spot, that place. Yeah, you're like, this, yeah. Is, this is my home. Yeah, yeah you, you, you have this, I, you know, you have this moments of revelation when you, say, uh, when you see where you really belong. So 
Yeah. Um, and, um, and so when I draw and when I create, um, I love very much like curves and fluidity in my, uh, in my drawings. Um, I love, yeah, I, I love everything that I define as elegance. Of course, everyone has a different uh, definition of this word, but for me, it's anything that retains a certain degree of um, ethereal and, and graceful. So, yeah. And watercolors and gouache are the mediums that I use the most. Um, inks as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love and it. recently funny. I discovered something else as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I was going to ask you about that one later as well because <laughs> I, I had a question <laughs> on that. But, no, I, it's funny. Yeah, all the words you're using to, like, describe are really, like, all the things that, that came to mind, the, the, the grace, elegance. Uh, and, yeah, it, it really gave me, a, when I was, like, looking at a lot of your art, it, it like took me back to like images of like, you know, watching like the great Gatsby or like breakfast at Tiffany's, you know, they, there's a certain style to it, to that, to that, um, that art, you know, so, so that's so cool. And, and I love the, the fluidity, like you said, the fluidity and the curves and all that, that, that you, um, you know, put into it. But, um, and, and I really love the fact that, yeah, like you, uh, you know, that, that, that you resonated with like that, that like, you know, that fire, that spirit of, of like strength and elegance and, and kind of women fighting for, for their place. I mean, that's so cool. And by the way, I'm also a huge, uh, uh, fan of dancing as well but uh not so much swing i'm really? more like you know i'm uh, yes i am uh, what do you dance salsa merengue like a lot of La uh, salsa. Uh, yeah 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 <laughs> so there's some shared elements there with swing as well but uh so yeah so, a little, so bit, I could, yeah. a little bit a little bit uh, but no I, I love that so much that's so cool um <laughs> so uh one thing i was i was curious about is what i wanted to ask you because you know so you spend a lot of time you know, working in the fashion industry, you've now, you know, you're pretty much now a veteran in Web3, having been here for a year and a half. And, you know, in Web3 years, that's probably like 13 years, you know, because things go so fast here. But I was curious, like, do you see like any lessons um, and things that you took away from your time in the fashion industry that, um, you know, are maybe relevant to Web3 or things that, you know, that could be like brought into into this space to maybe, you know, improve things in, um in um you know in web3 web3 art and and what's going on in this in this space um i would say that definitely web3 is introducing um concepts that did not exist um in the environment in the fashion environment where i used to work and one of these concepts is obviously community uh and then a lot of other um concepts like for example empathy um like did not exist <laughs> when I was working in fashion. Wow. Uh, everything was, no, not, not at all. Everything was like very exclusive to, to um, you know, to the people that were already there. And uh, if you wanted to earn your, your spot, uh, you had to really like, you know, uh, like, yeah, you were not welcomed <laughs> if you didn't. It's earn. almost like you don't matter, you know, kind of thing. Like it's, almost, yeah. it's yeah. very much, very, very yeah. much like the Devil's Wears Prada. It's very much mm -hmm. like that. That that movie wow. was like the obviously the the mirror of everything that was happening uh, in the fashion industry. And I use the past tense because 
I don't know the way it is now. I'm, I'm out of the fashion industry now, meaning like I don't work in fashion magazines anymore. But like with the, the you know, the, the advent of social media and the, the fact that everybody now goes to a fashion catwalk and can take pictures and can uh, publish things like the, the whole game is completely different, completely changed um, since when I was. I mean, since I was there working because things were so secretive and so um, like you really had to be to be careful <laughs> not to publish anything before um, stuff hit the, the shops or anything. But so I think community, this this wonderful thing of community and um, trying to be inclusive and trying to include everybody. And this is beautiful. And this is something that I I did not encounter when I was working in fashion. And I think this is probably what can be uh, improved a lot with the introduction of Web3 in, in, the, in the fashion industry. Hmm. That's, no, that's really interesting. So, so it's almost like, yeah, like we're, it's, we're actually moving in a much better direction, right, as a society. Yeah. So, Cause it's like, you know, all, all these things that were not great about the, the industry now is like Web3 is revolutionizing that, you know, with being more about community, more about inclusiveness, more about caring about people genuinely. And, um, and I, and I love that also like the social media thing, like you were talking before, right. Cause before you were at the mercy of like a specific company or something. Right. And like, you yeah. had to do just follow what, what they said, like, this is, this is it, like, you know, it's our way or the highway. But now with like social media, more decentralization, you know, it's not, it's making it more accessible to people and giving people more freedom, which I think was the other thing you mentioned before. So that's, that's I mean, so there cool. is a danger in Web3 as well, that things mm -hmm. become, you know. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> like, uh, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> there is a huge danger, but um, yeah, but I think if we work towards, uh, you know, towards that not to happen, or or not to the extent of like web 2 right now then probably we can succeed now it's a, it's a mm -hmm. it's a different chance it's a, it's you know it's a new chance of uh, that we have the history right, it's like a new chance to, to do it right right <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah. so so, so you've been in the space a lot. I know you used to do, um, you mentioned you did Twitter spaces as well. And you talked about like, you know, stuff around security. And obviously right now you're just alluding to the fact that like, there's also pitfalls. Uh, I'm curious, like, you know, are there certain things that you wish you would have known about Web3 or advice that you, somebody wish would have given you before you entered the Web3 space? You know, something that, uh, you know, those key, key takeaways or learnings, maybe some of them you learned the hard way. Um, what do you wish you would have known before you, uh, you know, you, you, you started this Web3 journey? Um, I, I never really, I never really wished that I knew a specific thing before Web3. Web Maybe um, I still wish that I, I, I was more of a digit. <laughs> I am more of a digit, but I'm not. <laughs> uh, sometimes I find... Um, Sometimes I find it difficult to understand certain things, like if I don't pour my like a lot of hours of of uh, work and study into it. Uh, where maybe I, for some people that have been in the space even before 2021, they obviously they they've been before, so they they find it easier. But I don't really I I I don't really wish that I knew anything. It's it's all new and it's all beautiful for me and. You know, I eat as much as I can because I'm very curious as a person. 
and yeah so i think um I think I'm I'm happy as I am in in terms of uh, you know where I am in Web three. Um, maybe one thing that I would desire right now would be to actually find my voice a bit more specifically mm-hmm. in Web three because I haven't I haven't really found my voice uh, yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I hope I hope that it will come soon. Like <laughs> we'll see. And, and- yeah, and I know you mentioned to me like so that you're you're kind of starting to do something different, right? So you were trying to do like like sand art, and I don't know. If there's an element of that that you're also gonna like convert into an NFT. Can you share more a little bit about like what you're trying to explore now in terms of that and the artistic side? Yeah, so I had um, I had an opportunity um, in September um, a contract for. Um, a couple of shows um, that I will be doing um, in December and January um, on a cruise um, with sand art. Uh, I had never done sand art before. Um, for those that don't know what this is, is basically uh, you have a light box, a huge light box, and you pour sand on it and you draw on sand. Um, you make shapes, you make stories, you make a storytelling on the light box and everything gets projected on a huge screen on a stage. Wow. So when I saw this, I didn't even know the existence of it. When I saw this, um, I was really excited. I said, my God, this is so, this is, I just jumped on it. I didn't even remember that I had never known (laughs) the existence and I, I had never done it before. I just jumped on it and I've been practicing so much in the last, um, you know, two, two months because I've got this cruise coming up. I will be touring all South America up to January and um, performing on the ship. So wish me good luck because I don't know. <laughs> this Best is going to be... of luck, Alan. Best of luck. I, I love that you, good, just, like, but... that, that, that you just discovered this new thing. You like jumped on it like head first for like the past two months. And now you actually you're like signed up now. Like, all right, you're going to go and perform and do this. I mean, that's awesome. It's also very brave. I feel like I would have I would have like <laughs> chickened out. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't think I'm ready. I don't think I'm ready. But It's either so being I, I brave or being completely <laughs> out of the head. But yeah. <laughs> wow, man, that is that is so cool, man. That's that's commendable. You know, that, that's one thing like I, I've had to work on myself is just like, building up enough self-confidence to really like put my stuff out there man so I, <laughs> I i i really genuinely commend you for that that is that is so cool now do you plan like to do um like record any of these things as well or, or later like you know i don't know like make videos of this you know sand yes. art production or something <clears throat> like what's what, what do you what do you see that evolving yeah, yeah i'm curious you mean with this particular performance? Yeah, yeah, or... yeah. Or, or no, or even just the art form. I mean, like, you know, like, it's such, a, such an interesting thing. I had never really heard about sand art before like this. So <laughs> it's uh, just kind of fascinating, yeah. Well, this, this particular performance, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do any video or anything. Mm, because, right, of course, right. I, I cannot, I cannot uh, publish any video. But uh, I, in due time, I will start to do, um, to create videos uh, with this kind of... Um, uh, with this kind of uh, art form, and yeah, I mean, ideally, this is an, an art form that goes very well with events and, like, in real life mm-hmm. events, um, as a backstage of whatever t- it's happening is happening on stage. So um, 
it, it, I don't know. I've got ideas in my head popping up all the time. Even Vcon, for example. I, I was fantastic. just thinking that. I was just thinking that. I'm like, we need to like petition to Gary, like, yo, we're going to do a, a sand art production in the, a, a Vcon. Maybe yeah, you can throw right? in some of the, some of the characters great, or something. Like, you know, uh... That would be awesome. Yeah, like, I did a, a small thing with Rare Robot because Rare Robot music is something that like, oh, I love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might, I might, I don't know, we'll see. Uh, but oh, I have so a few cool. things in my head that I want to dedicate myself to once I come back from this from this trip. And um, yeah, and then the metaverse, don't know, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so cool. All right. And then uh, other question for you, um, I had, it was, you know, what, what's one thing you love the most about, you know, being an artist in Web3, you know, in, in this kind of space? Um. I think community. I think that's what I love so much. Um, community and this sense of possibility. Um, I say sense of possibility because I have yet to encounter a situation when I'm denied <laughs> the possibility of doing something. So that can happen. So I, I'm not saying, but like so far, so good. So far, like... Um, anything that um, I anything that I, I had in mind, like I contact a person, the person is always available or I don't know. It's just a space where you can really build a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said before, security is paramount. And I understood that last year already. Um, and, you know, this is something very important for me as well. So... I made connections with the people that I knew could help me and uh, also for the future. Um, And again, it's incredible, like it's possible, right, to um, create a network of people that you uh, trust and you want to uh, relate to you and you want to to collaborate with, to work with, to have to do stuff with. So, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I, I love everything you said there. And strangely, this has been interesting because this is one of the spaces where I felt like I've made so many connections and friend, true friendships of people that I genuinely trust. Like, I don't think I would have ever in a million years thought that, like, I would literally trust people and do, you know, work and transactions and whatever with people that I've just seen, like, as a JPEG before. But it's like... Amazing, you know, <laughs> and then later, you know, come to meet some of them in person and all that. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, that is, it's so cool. And I love how you talked about just the, you know, sense of possibility, because there really are so many possibilities. A lot of this space is still being, you know, ideated and created and it's evolving. And I mean, there's just really so many opportunities and possibilities. So that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, another last question before I then want to turn it over to people to, um, to ask questions. And if you guys are interested feel free to start requesting now um but so alan um what does success look like for you Mm, nice question (laughs) um success for me is to um really um express myself in the world um and have this feeling that i've done what i was meant to do when I reach that feeling, then I, <laughs> I feel satisfied and I feel successful, I guess. So until I don't have that, like I, I probably will just keep, keep, 
<laughs> keep going. Keep doing. Know? Keep yeah. Rushing. Keep moving, yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know if I will ever reach success. I don't know, but um, I really, uh, I yeah, that's what it is for me. Um, and ultimately, uh, to keep freedom, mm. to keep freedom, and to um, yeah, freedom is one of my uh, strongest values in my life I yeah so this this is uh, probably what success means for me keeping freedom and expressing um, myself uh, at the best yeah and I'd say look I mean you said you know you, you may you're gonna keep going till you figure out what you want to do as long as you're enjoying the journey and the process you're winning you know so I'll leave you with that <laughs> um, yeah so, I mean and- there are times when we don't mm-hmm. we don't enjoy the journey because we understand that it's not probably the the area where we want it to be and and mm-hmm. then you just pivot and mm-hmm. then you do something different you know as long as you have the will to do this um mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be fine yeah yeah and you've done i mean you've done it many times right so yeah <laughs> yeah no, that's that's awesome so um anyone uh in the audience interested in coming up and asking a question I got a few known people on here. I see Dom. Thanks for joining. Oh, Anastasia, you made it. Thank you. I know it's very late for you. <laughs> thank you so much for joining. Uh, who else? I see a lot. Oh, uh, Fox. Thank you for being here too, Stephen. All right. Uh, well, uh, somebody else uh, decides to ask. I did have one other thing. Maybe you want to tell um, the audience where people could find your work, Alan. Maybe you want to post something, pin up something to the top um of uh of some of your work i'd love for people to you know to check it out i know you also could help out with other things as well you know if people have certain artistic uh needs um i know when i put out a, a tweet also once about like helping with the banner you know that's something that you you, you, you could help out with so i uh, would love for you to share you know some of your the you know what, what your skill services and things you got coming up and where they could find your work yes yeah, so um i've got my uh link tree in my in my bio in the um, on Twitter and on Linktree, you can find all the all the links, uh, including um, the membership that I run online. Um, I teach illustration um, online, and I have um, a little community. Um, it's a Web two community, <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out how I can migrate that to Web three, and possibly create this uh, membership uh, as a web3 membership but um, we'll see next year for now uh, whoever wants to join uh, the membership um, it's a monthly one so um, you can join you can leave you can do whatever you want we are a little community and um, I um, paint online every Sunday uh, with uh, with them and um yeah we are very relaxed and <laughs> uh it's very enjoyable i have to say and other links uh you have OpenSea, uh where i have my collection my art collection i haven't uh, released a lot of new pieces uh because i'm working on this new project right now and other a few other things uh commercial work that i'm doing um but I will be releasing more stuff in the next year. I'm not uh, a one of, I mean, I am. I can be a one-one artist, but I uh, enjoy very much working with brands. Um, 
and working uh, with a team of people, you know, with my art. So um, that's where my focus is a lot more. Um, yeah, so my link tree. <laughs> that's the link. Cool, cool. No, and I, uh, so yeah, so, so definitely check out Alan's uh, profile. You can find the link tree there. Um, I'll also be looking forward to maybe a potential sand art show at VCon 2023. I think we're going to try to make <laughs> that happen. We're going to tweet Gary nonstop. <laughs> you know, uh, be like, yo, yo, we need to have some of this. Uh, I would really look forward to, to also, you know, getting to meet up. That would be a good idea. As well. Um, you know, uh, maybe, maybe I'll practice up my, my swing dancing. We'll get something going, you know. So I uh, uh, would love to, love to uh, you know, get, get some dancing going there as well. And, um, and actually, now that you mentioned, we just maybe had one last question since we don't have any other people asking. Yeah. Um, I'm curious that because, um, uh, what's it called? So you were mentioning that, you know, you're also kind of, um, you know, keen on wanting or you enjoy like working with brands and companies um, to, to create stuff, right? And, and, and that, I think that's, that's great too because, I mean, you know, I feel like artists, you know, right now, like the market's tough, right? You know, and, and trying to sell and make a living as a one of one artist can be difficult, right? And and so you, as an artist, people may need to like diversify their revenue streams a little bit, maybe do some work for like other people here or work for, um, you know, with brands that maybe then might be looking to get into Web3 or, or even just needing the, the work of artists. Um, I wonder if the, you had any tips or advice on people on like, how you've been able to get work, um, you know, with companies or, or brands that you know look that look, are looking for illustrators. You know, any, any tips or advice for some of our uh, artists in the audience? Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So depending where you are in your journey um, as an artist, if you are at the start, of course, you need to create your own. Um, database um, of uh, clients so you have to start <laughs> like Gary says grinding right so um, trying to uh, reach people trying to make a list of the people that you would love to work with and uh, trying to reach and um, pitch ideas to them and when somebody starts to work with you uh, they usually if, if they like you they usually come back to you and they commission you for work for more work so um, at some point uh, of your journey you will have like um, a, a, a group of people a group of clients that you've been working with that are your um, you know go-to clients uh, all the time and then uh, on the side of that, you also keep uh, growing your new ones. So it's a, it's an ongoing um, it's an ongoing pitching and trying to um, you know forge collaborations with people and um, yeah evolving that way. Um, maybe the beginning it's quite tough because of course uh, there isn't um, nobody knows you, so it's it's tough, but. Um, if you really love what you do and, you know, like you have to, whatever Gary says is so true. Like you have to believe <laughs> in yourself. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, as long as you like what you do uh, and, and you have like the, um, the conviction that that's what you want to do, then just you don't have to uh, be afraid, like just go and, and knock doors. And of course, a lot of people will say, no, we don't need you. But you just keep going. And the mm -hmm. more they say, no, you know, we don't need you, the more you actually, you get um, 
challenged and so I, I mean this is at least me <laughs> you get challenged and you just want mm -hmm. to do more and more um yeah so for me personally is uh what um kills me is boredom if something is something mm -hmm. bores me then it's the end of it i need to change i need to find a new way i need to uh refresh something um because otherwise i just can't be going like that so that's the only thing for me but um yeah like this is probably a good advice <laughs> just yeah, keep no, crushing fantastic that's great i mean and and you're right like i think like the so many things that you mentioned are so good you know like believing in yourself and you got to be just willing to deal with rejection and keep going keep you know keep pushing keep persevering keep knocking on doors keep asking you know that, that yeah. you know a lot of it's just continuing to show up right i mean it just keeps showing up you know and and eventually those opportunities come up so no i love that and and um and i like that you mentioned like yeah you so you made like a list of people you wanted to work with and you just kept pitching ideas and and that once you got some clients and they wanted to you know they like your work and they keep coming back you know and you just keep yeah. building up that, that list so that's that's awesome that's great advice and then of course you you have to like that are obviously the technicalities of the mm -hmm. job like you know keeping like knowing how to use some tools so that you keep the um, the database of all your clients uh, fresh and you know who you need to call and when you need to call. And so there are a lot of tools out there that you can use, uh, that a person can use. But um, yeah, those are the technical things that <laughs> come Any along. Any good tools that have worked for you? I'm just curious. Uh, maybe you know, At the beginning, I used, to, uh, I used to use Google Keep, actually which is a very strange tool for uh, customer management. But like um, I created a, quite a nice um, structure uh, with uh, Google Keep and um, used to send notification to my phone whenever I had to call some company, some brand. Uh, and so I didn't have to run. I, I like on a day I like used to see the notifications and then call these people at a certain time. And then I recorded, I used to record all the previous times that I spoke to that person. So for example, mm -hmm. if I wanted to reach someone in a fashion magazine and you call this person, uh, obviously a lot of cold calling, you call this person and this person says, Oh yeah, we don't have anything now, but we will have something in I don't know, two months or whatever. I used to record every single word that they used to tell me and um, put, put them down, you know, exactly what they, they told me and who I spoke to and as much information as I could grab for them from them and then call them back again after two months or so, you know, telling them what I was told two months before. Mm -hmm. And of course, yeah. they, they remembered. So because once you start to, to have them telling something to you, then you have, um, mm -hmm. like, you have an excuse, inverted commas, an excuse to actually talk to them the following time. They cannot yeah. say, oh, like, don't bother yeah, me, I don't know you. Yeah, yes, you know genius. me because you, you know me. Yeah, me. you know me. And I, and I spoke to this person and that person two months ago. Exactly. Yeah, I, I love that. You can then use that information, you know, yeah, just yeah. leverage, right? Yeah. Oh, man, I love yeah, that. So so, yeah, so, yeah. And sometimes if you, you know, for the beginners, if you uh, cold calling, um, when you call somebody and obviously the secretary picks up the phone and oh, now, you know, the person you want is not here, whatever, you kind of learn the way to bypass that person. Uh, 
you kind of study the the voice of that person and and you know you try to see if you can get to a very basic human level with this person uh, and and sometimes they just they just put down their mm-hmm. guard and they just tell you stuff you know it becomes a, a game a ple- pleasant game for me mm-hmm. as well <laughs> so yeah so it's it's cool. I like um, I like cold calling, even though it sounds crazy. <laughs> but sometimes there are you know days when you don't really you can't be bothered. But um, yeah, but if you if you need to do it, you need to do it. So yeah, oh man, I love it. That, this is some, some great alpha right here for life, man. <laughs> Thank you for sure. <laughs> I mean, those those are some valuable skills to have, no matter what you do, because at some point or another, you got to get other people to do stuff. You're selling something, you know. So yeah, man, it, those those are those are some great tips. So um, I will do one last call. Anybody wants to come up? I know a good friend Rach is on the call. Liz, I uh, see teacher on. Thank you for joining as well. Appreciate you guys being here. Um, anybody has any questions for Alan, feel free to request and uh, you can come up and ask. Um, you know, if not, we'll start to kind of wrap wrap up and, and wind things down here. But um, Alan, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, getting to know you a little bit better. I absolutely love your passion, your drive, your motivation. I can see also why you're a big follower of Gary. I think we share a lot of that. Um, and I love that you like to dance as well. So I'm <laughs> looking forward to hopefully being <laughs> Maybe able to we dance can have swing dancing at Beacon. <laughs> yes, yes. We need to pitch that as well. I, I was actually joking with a few other people um, that, you know, yeah, we, we needed to like, or maybe have, you know, some, some Latin dancing, maybe throw some swing in there. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm game for all of it. But, um, but yeah, so it's been it's been an absolute pleasure having you on here. Thank, thank you so Giancarlo. much for coming on. Um, and um, yeah, so like so, thank you so much. And uh, I don't know any any other closing words, Alan, or anything else you want to share? I can't wait to be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, uh, yeah. No, uh, I just um, yeah. If anybody wants to uh, some advice, even if they don't want to ask here, but in private just hit me up and i i'm very happy to to help um you know whenever whatever you you um you have in mind <laughs> i'm very also very open to um meet new people in our community um yeah so please don't be shy <laughs> <laughs> Usually, usually I get a handful of people, but maybe you know, maybe people might be stuck in meetings or they can't talk right now. So <laughs> in any case, thank you for being so open to that, Alan, to, for people to be able to reach out to you. Um, I want to wish everyone here a great Friday. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day uh, and have a wonderful weekend. Love you all. Have an awesome day. Bye. Thank you, Giancarlo. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>